0: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
1: It's about to go down, in a minute, let me touch down, I'ma get it, cause I, 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 been waiting all night,
2: it's
0: gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Allen Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox.
1: And good morning. Welcome to Friday. TGIF to you and yours from We and Ours. We're glad you're with us as we welcome you into a Friday edition of Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. This is going to be kind of a quirky game time as it's not only game time, but it's it's also kind of a extended preview and pre-game for the Bears and the Texas Longhorns coming up at 11 o'clock this morning. So uh, we're glad you're with us. We've got a lot to do today. Uh, we say good morning to Ryan
3: Fox. Ryan, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Tom. Turn your mic on. Well, it is on. Uh-oh. No, it's not. Well, there you go. Uh, good morning, Tom. How are you today? It's
1: a little button on the left. You got to press it. <laughs> <laughs> you would have stood here for two hours. Two hours. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, never mind. I, I'm good. Thanks. Uh, Ward White's with the day off. Uh, he's traveling with uh, UMHB today, and uh, they're they're going all the way down to San Antonio, so uh, they leave on Friday for us, you know, anyway. Uh, so he's, he's off and running with, with UMHB. We're glad you're with us. We got a lot to do today, a lot to get to today, and uh, man, we'll talk about the Cowboys, and uh, we'll talk some Baylor basketball. We've got uh, that we got for you. Baylor women are in action this morning as well. They're over in Florida, so we'll we'll do that for you. But we're also going to get to a lot of things Baylor and Big Twelve. We'll have Roger Wallace on the program. He uh, is uh, in the broadcast booth for the Texas Longhorns. He'll talk some Longhorn football with us at seven thirty. Ricky Thompson will be here at seven forty five to talk some Baylor football with us. Greg Temper's here at 8 o'clock to talk some high school football with us. And Kyle Yeomans is here at 8.30 to kind of recap that Bay- uh, the, uh, the Cowboy win yesterday. So we'll do that for you this morning on the program. We'll look back at the Wednesday afternoon matinee victory for the Bears and look ahead to the Baylor women's game. So there is plenty to do today. Today is, is known as is Black Friday. Is Black Friday as big as it's always been? because you now can you now can buy Christmas gifts with your cell phone or your laptop or your iPad from the comfort of your home in your pajamas
3: yeah I, well I think so because you know a lot of stuff online that there could be like the blockchain issues where there could be delays and stuff and if you want to m- make sure that you get everything before Christmas it probably would be better to go to the store
1: and I would suspect that a lot of the stores have Black Friday sales, where you only can get it in the store. Take the product home with you after you purchase it. I would tell you this on my way to work, I have to drive by the Central Texas Marketplace. There were a couple of stores. I just started laughing. This was 5 30 this morning. And I look over. And you'd have thought it was 5.30 in the afternoon. That place was rocking. <laughs> it was rocking. And I'm like, holy moly, people. You, you know, I just wondered, you know, there's some places. Are it, Were there any places open last night at midnight? Oh, no doubt. Had to be, right? Yeah. They, they normally do that and start that Black Friday thing uh, just a tad bit early, in my opinion. But, you know, who am I? So... I think it's become kind of like a sport. I mean, it's not only, yeah, we want to get little Johnny that, you know, the, the remote control, but can I get little Johnny the remote control ahead of the other 17,000 people that are in line to get it? How do I maneuver through this, this traffic? You know, I think it's a sport. I, I, you know, I think there ought to be a scoring system for all of that. So, anyway, did you watch any of the soccer this weekend?
3: Uh yes, I watched the first half of the Portugal and uh, forgot who they played. But was it Ghana? Ghana, yes. Yeah, they put. I watched. (laughs) (laughs) There there you Ah, go. There you go. So I knew it. I watched the first half of that, and then by the time that half ended, the the Bills Lions game started. So I switched over to that. Oh, so you preferred football over football? Indeed, I'm with you. I'm with you.
1: I, 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 like you, watched a little bit of Portugal and Ghana as well. How about that? That that, that hatback guy, I mean, <laughs> whatever he is, I don't know. Uh, and then there was a game on last night, too, I think.
3: Mm, there was already a game this morning from the Team USA's poll. You'll be surprised by this. Iran beat Wales
1: 2-0. So that's trouble for Wales.
3: Yeah. Big time. But it's also trouble but, for the U.S., isn't it? Yeah, because now they have to beat Iran to move yeah. on.
1: Yeah, so now now you've not only got to beat England, you got to beat Iran, and now you are in trouble. Yep. And they play England today, I today. think at noon. Yes. The U.S. does. So there you go. Ha! Knew that, too. Now, I saw one, th- one, um, one network had it at 1 at, o'clock at Eastern. I mean, 2 uh, o'clock Eastern. That's incorrect. It's 1 yeah. o'clock Eastern, 12 noon. Correct. Central. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's lunch with the soccer team. So, anyway, there you go. Look forward to all that stuff. So, should be a lot of fun. Uh, let's see here. Uh, hang on. We'll, 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 we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, getting some Black Friday information. and <laughs> may, We may need it. We may not. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so there you go. All right. Uh, I know you were a little under the weather yesterday
3: you feeling better i I feel i feel a lot better today i was pretty pretty bedridden yesterday i was running a fever and coughing up a storm but i i'm not 100 i'm not at, back at 100 percent. but i do feel considerably better than i did yesterday took a couple antibiotics and decongestants and they worked their magic and like we talked about it before i i got a large amount of sleep last night so that helped as well (laughs) (laughs) hang on this is good so this is nash you know part of the morning team from down the
1: hall Mm -hmm. on (laughs) shooter he said for for those that are out doing the black friday shopping to please turn their phones horizontal when they start rolling on the video on those Black Friday fights. <laughs> <laughs> he wants a better view That's of great. the fights. When you start posting the Black Friday fights, could you please turn your phone horizontal? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Good stuff from down the hall. All right. Uh, and you know what? Did, and I don't know if you know this, but our, our uh, sister station, 104.9 uh, Star FM. All Christmas, how about that? Yeah, how about th- every song you hear will be a Christmas song. So if you're in that spirit and that you know you want to, I know every once in a while you may not want to hear sports. I can't imagine that's the case, but if that is the case, you could flip over to the Star for a second or two and catch you some some Christmas tunes.
3: Yeah, Thanksgiving over, so it's officially Christmas season, everyone.
1: Yeah, well, I'm I'm with you on that, but I mean. There's a lot of people thought it was Christmas a month ago. <laughs> Thanksgiving was just kind of a pause mm-hmm. to to continue with the Christmas thing, so anyway, all right, uh, let's let's begin with the Cowboys and the Giants. Uh, can we officially call the Giants a fraud?
3: I think so. I they're mean- not they're not very good. They were missing a lot of key stars defensively, which I don't. I don't want. I'm not one to make excuses for the New York Giants, but they were missing two of their starting corners and everything. But even on uh, despite that, they had a really good first half defensively. It was either that or just Dak just had a bad half. No, well, yes to both. Yeah,
1: and offensively, you know, Dak was not good offensively in the first half. The Cowboys and the Giants had an opportunity in the first half to score, Mm -hmm. and they put ten points on the board. They could have really done a number on Dallas. Just that and f- they just didn't do it. Left Dallas in the game, and then the Cowboys played pretty good in the second it's- half, 21-7 in the second half. And it really was 21 nothing. I mean, they got a garbage touchdown at the With end. With, like, 20 seconds left. Yeah, who cares? One of those who cares touchdowns. But come on, man. Dallas committed 13 penalties in the football game.
3: And a lot they, of those were in the red zone. They begged you
1: to beat them. And you weren't good enough. You weren't good enough offensively, you know, uh, Cowboys played man to man all over the place. Dared you to throw it? Dared you to run it? So where was Saquon Barkley?
3: The front seven again for Dallas played extremely well. The pass rush they were they were able to stop the run consistently as well, and they were forcing they were forcing Daniel Jones outside the pocket, forcing him to make a lot of errant throws. And how
1: bad was he? Oh my gosh! How bad was he? Mm. And then when he did hit him in the hands, they dropped it. Yeah, they were not ver- they're no. not very good. No. They got beat by Detroit who turned around and got beat yesterday. Did you see how they got beat? Ooh. How Heart- do you, heartbreaking. How do you give up a what was it? 40-yard pass or whatever with less than 30 seconds to go? In the, you know what they got to do. Yeah. They don't have any timeouts. They got to go down the field and kick a field goal. Yep. And you let them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So So anyway, that's that's Detroit's story and that's mm-hmm. always Detroit's story and it will always be Detroit's story. Yet to yet the, the Giants got beat by them last week, got beat by the Cowboys this week when Dallas just absolutely begged you to win the game Yeah, with poor play in the first half and 13 penalties. They just – but, you know, you left the Cowboys in the game and they – they the light switch came on in the second half and they played pretty well. Oh, yeah. All the way around.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean – Yeah, the, I mean, the pa- the pass rush was good all game long, but the secondary played a lot better. There's a – Huge catch given up by Anthony Brown back in the first half, which set up that one-yard touchdown score for the Giants, which was their only touchdown in the first half. And In the second half, I mean, again, the front seven played well all game long, but the secondary really stepped it up in the second half as well with the tight coverage. The The front seven and the back end for the Cowboys defense, really they really played cl- complementary to each other.
1: Uh, after the game, Dak Prescott talked about the Cowboys. I'm as confident as I can be and have and always have been in this team.
2: Um, as I told y'all earlier in the week, that doesn't matter who says anything about what they believe in. I know what this team is capable of, especially with this defense that we have. Uh, so we just got to continue to keep our heads down, take it one, one day at a time, one game at a time. And as I said, we control everything that's in front of us.
1: And they do. They absolutely do. They're 8-3 and three right now. Half a game out of first place behind the Philadelphia Eagles. They got another opportunity with the Eagles at home, I might add. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, they just got to keep taking, taking care of business. I'm, t- I'm trying to remember who the Eagles have this weekend. Uh, and I was trying to look at the standings as well. Uh, the Cowboys continue to roll in the East. I know that they're 0-1 against Philadelphia, but they're 2-0 and against the Giants. What they do against Washington? They beat Washington, didn't they? Yeah. No, no, they, they oh, lost. They lost to Washington. Okay. Yeah, they
3: they host Green Bay on Sunday Night Football
1: this there, week. There you go. So there's a win because uh, that team is imploded. Uh, so anyway, so just you got to keep pace with the Eagles and uh, and see what happens there. All right. Uh, from this, it, it, Look, it, we'll talk more about the Cowboys with Kyle Yeomans coming up around 830 this morning. But, you know, they were not. It, it was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, in my opinion. They were not very good. Well, and I say that offensively they weren't very good. Yeah, uh, in the first half, Dak wasn't very good, and I mean I know one of them was a kind of a goofy thing because the center
3: they thought they thought he jumped they, offsides. They thought they
1: had the guy in the neutral zone, but look, throw that ball if you don't if if you're uncertain, you put it in the nickel seats. Mm-hmm. You don't throw it where it can be caught by a guy in the other color jersey. Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, let's see here. What else do we have? Oh, and and, and just wanted to touch base on this. Uh you want to talk about not playing a very good first half. Uh Baylor basketball uh, kind of slept, you know, kind of sleepwalking in the first half against McNeese State on Wednesday afternoon. And then uh, boy they poured it on in the second half and played really good basketball in the second half. And uh, Scott Drew talked about th- their win on uh on Wednesday on
4: Wednesday afternoon. It is a late late uh, uh, arrival. I think we got to bed about 4.30 and uh, coming back from Vegas and y- when you play on a, a two tough games like that and you travel um the only concern a coach has is are you going to be ready to play and uh first half uh, uh i thought mcneese played harder than us and i thought uh, second half uh, uh the rust came off or whatever you want to say but uh, i thought we really did a much better job getting after it second half second half uh, we held them 33 percent where first half was 46 percent and um uh, they were on fire from three at fifty percent and we didn't do a good enough job contesting shots and I thought second half um we just uh were a lot more like ourselves, and uh uh give them uh credit that a good game plan played hard uh and uh it it going into holiday, you always wanna go in uh, uh feeling good in second half with a good taste in our mouth
1: absolutely and he's right, McNeese was on fire from three point land because they were getting unbelievably clean looks uh from three point land. In the second half, not so much. They had a hand in their face. And, and it was a different story in the second half. I, and you know what? I looked around the arena on Wednesday afternoon. I went, this is pretty cool. Uh, it's, it's an afternoon game. It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the day before Thanksgiving, where a lot of people are traveling. And, you know, then others still at work. I, I like the, the fact that that arena had a lot of folks in it. That was pretty impressive. And a tip of the hat. To the Baylor fans for uh, showing up on a Wednesday afternoon. Now, the, uh, I will tell you this: Baylor did move the ball, uh, thirty plus assists. That's wow. crazy. Thirty plus assists. Crazy how they were able to go out and get that done. So, and uh, the youngster Keontae George with seventeen points, his uh, his fifth game of thirteen plus points. He uh, he he did the job again, but uh, it was a totally different look to the Bears in the second half because. McNeese State was able to get good looks in the first half. Not so much in the second half. And the Bears win the win the basketball game, 89-60 to 60, uh, Wednesday afternoon. So, uh, good, good job by by the Bears. And they are off until Tuesday. I think they play Marquette on Tuesday. So, uh, we'll keep you informed on all that stuff as we uh, roll into a Monday edition of the program. Just got a text on our CNC Collision Center text line from Chet. He says, what channel is the Baylor women's basketball game on? It's a 9.30 pregame and a 10 o'clock tip, Chet, and it's going to be on 104.9 FM. At 9 a.m. here, it'll be Baylor football. So uh, we'll have Baylor football beginning at 9 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. We are off and running. we got a lot to do today. Uh, Coming up next, if you missed it, it's an encore edition. If you happen to miss, was it Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday, we, uh, we had uh, our one-on-one with Dave Aranda. If you happen to miss that, we're going to bring it to you coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes here uh, on the program. This is Game Time. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Glad to have you with us. 7.16 on a Friday morning. We are off and running, and we're glad you're with us. And uh, we're right back with more in just a moment. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears close the regular
5: season with a day after Thanksgiving trip to Austin to take on the Longhorns. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Baylor, Texas. Big 12 football from Austin this Friday. Here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear Football, ESPN Central Texas. Black Friday deals are here at Republic Gun Club if you're hunting for the perfect gift for your outdoor enthusiasts this Christmas we have firearms accessories and memberships all on sale stop by and spread some joy this holiday season remember Republic Gun Club is your home in the range
6: when you do whatever it takes to get the job done they say you're on it at ASCO equipment they work hard to get the job done and get it done right They partnered with Doosan Forklifts, because they get the job done, too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're
7: on it, whatever it is. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar, or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof.
8: This holiday at Metro YT mobile get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? So Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30, only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details.
9: Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art, plus no interest financing
8: available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond.
7: Game
0: time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business.
1: All right, 721, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Glad to have you with us. Tom and Ryan Ward with the day off. A, a, a lot of football yesterday. Uh, again, three games. We didn't even talk about the Vikings And uh, their win over New England, that's a nice bounce back for the Bikes.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Just turning around. I think they got the benefit of having a short week, just putting that that Cowboys game behind them and taking care of business at home.
1: Going out and and getting it done. All right, Uh, there is football today, as we mentioned. Baylor and Texas coming up at uh, 11 o'clock. Our broadcast begins at 9 o'clock here this morning. Uh, There's a a bunch of other uh, games uh, that are going to take place, and a lot of these are those – Traditional rivals: Florida, Florida State, UCLA and Cal, uh, Nebraska and Iowa, Arkansas, Missouri. Little border war going on there. NC State and North Carolina, Arizona State, Arizona. You you get the picture. So several games coming up uh, coming up uh, t- to uh, t- today, and then of course uh, got a lot of a lot of games, a lot of big games coming up tomorrow uh, as we wrap up the regular season and prepare for. And prepare for college championship, the uh, conference championship games rather, and uh, look forward to uh, what's going on uh, tomorrow. Obviously, tomorrow's big, 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 big game is going to be Ohio State of Michigan. How do you see that one?
3: Oh man, what, what, is this being played in the big house? Or yeah, it the is. Horseshoe? It's, a, it's
1: a, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's in it's in Columbus. Oh, so it's at the horseshoe. Yeah. Okay.
3: Whew. This is this is I mean this is obviously one of the biggest rivals rivalries in college football, especially when they're both still fighting for college football playoff spot. Because this could mm-hmm. this could very well determine the winner stays in and the winners the winner's out. So it huge game for both teams. It, it better be that way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they both can't get in. Well, don't don't ever say they can't. never can. say never. Yeah. yeah. Who do you like? I like Ohio State at home. So do I.
1: There you go. All right, 723. And again, we, we caught up with Dave Aranda and uh, talked to, to Coach Aranda in, uh, in preparation for this Texas game. We visit now with Bears head coach Dave Aranda. Coach, uh, go back and, and look back on, on Saturday. I know it was a difficult loss for your football team. And But talk about the effort and, and the intensity in which your football team played and the difference between maybe the Kansas State and, and the TCU game.
10: Yeah, we talked about that just today, um, just that very specific thing. I think it comes down to, you know, it takes what it takes. And and I thought in, in this game, and I would probably say maybe the Texas Tech game would be another one, and um, maybe the Albany game, the very first game of the year, there was just the level of speeds, the effort, just all of it was just on another level. And I think outside of the first one, I think we're coming out of camp and, hey, we finally get to play. Somebody else, but I think the other two were. Hey, there's some intrinsic or extrinsic motivation here. There's you know something that's kind of forcing me to prove or forcing me to kind of show you and all this other stuff. And I and I think you know as 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 real as that is, and I know that's out there for sure. We want to be coming just from the inside out. I think the outside in stuff you can chase it and. times you don't ever you know you don't control it you know and you can't you can have all these things kind of in your head to get you to to do whatever you want to do maybe harder or, or better in the moment but you're you're um, you're not really not really coming to grips with um, your own motivation and your own growth and so I think those are things that we're still kind of striving to get better at I thought last year we did it really well I think this year hasn't been as good yeah, you. It, it was clear
1: how invested your football team was in Saturday's game as the leader of this
10: program, how do you turn the page and move to Texas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk about, um, you know, that it's, it's okay to feel the hurt and you, and you know, typically there's a 48 hour rule. Uh, and this one, it was a 24 hour hour rule. And so you feel, um, really bad about it. And then you, and I think some of it for players is to talk about it is like what you feel let's talk it out and I think that helps kind of get it get it out there and get it off feel lighter and then I think it's so I think it's that number one and then uh, two is reconnecting with your why reconnecting with your purpose reconnecting with your teammates and then um, you know rising up collectively and fighting again and so um, you know that's our charge uh, this week you've talked about about do your
1: 111th. Did you see that on Saturday for the most part, that your, your football team played within themselves, so to speak, and, and everybody did their individual jobs?
10: It was improved. It was it was definitely improved. And then, you know, there's been times before where we start really fast with the execution part of it and then something bad happens and, um, you know, a negative play happens and that negative play lingers and affects other plays. And now all of a sudden, the, that one eleventh is chipped in, away at, and you don't you don't have uh, the execution level that you want. And I thought that in this particular game was really good. Uh, I thought there's times where I could catch guys after a bad play and their heads down, and I make eye contact with them and their eyes come straight up because not a word was said, but they knew from all the talks we've had before. And so um, that I mean, there's a lot of good lessons there, you know, and I think the, you know, we're one step closer to what we need to be to get ourselves a really big win. We talk about the veterans on this football
1: team, but there's also a lot of youth Mm -hmm. playing in, in key roles as you prepare for this, this last game of this regular season. Talk about the development of this football team, where you were in August to where you are here going into uh, this, this,
10: this game on, on Friday. I think it's a closer team. I think it's a team that, um, I think probably at the beginning of the year, uh, didn't know what they didn't know. And I think, you know, coming to find out, um, kind of truth is hard. Um, you know, it's kind of hard facts and, and it might've been spoken to us in a hard manner, which sometimes that's what it takes to kind of hear the truth. I think, you know, um, I think too many times we all, um, try to try to avoid it. And so I think taking in that truth and turning around and you know, getting better from it, I think, has really been this team, and so I think our continued growth to close this season out with a real collective, you know, offense, defense, special teams playing a complementary style game would be a great thing to see. I think we're all aiming to do that.
1: What do you want to see from your football team as you head into the bowl game and as you as you head into off season? What do you want to see from this football team?
10: Continue. Growth in that space. I think the, um, to not ride the wave of the ups and downs, to not be looking for to or to the outside for validation, um, but to, for that validation to come from you know the belonging and the inside out of our team. And then I think the continued emphasis on having an intentional practice. I think especially at the end of the year, you can get into where. It's such a, you know, um, It's such a uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and every day kind of rolls into the next, and every week was like the week before. And so to really put a pause to that and and go, hey, this is where I'm at today. This is what I I need to get better at. This is exactly how I'm going to do it, right? I think that type of focus, uh, focus is really, you know, knowing what things you're not going to pay attention to. And then honing in on the things that you are, those things have a better chance at training. And, and assisting you in the game and so our aim is that for sure
1: Blake shaping uh, makes makes his first this was his first year to move into that starting role what have you seen from Blake this year as he's developed through the course of these uh, first 11 games going into the 12th game on Friday both on the field and off the field maybe in the leadership role and, and in the X's and O's
10: yeah I think it's hard you know, I think the or I know it's hard I think the that you know the um, the Big 12 championship and just all those completions in a row and all of it is, it's really almost an unfair standard to hold him to, and then and then even for him to kind of think that that's kind of him, you know, it just doesn't happen um, all the time, and so I think, I think that one, and I think two, um, you know, to be in the driver's seat of the team, and for all the praise and criticism that comes, I think that has been an awakening for him as well. I think he, you know, he knew of it. It's way different when you're going through it. And I think his ability to handle all of that has been really good. And I'm thankful for his, um, uh, you know, as candid as he is when we talk about those things. But then I think third, just through the year, just there's been just continued improvement and little things. Whatever we focus on, he focuses on, and then you see it the next week, and he gets better at it. And you know, I. Um, you know, he, he's on his way, and his, no one can really care more than him. And so he's putting everything he can into this thing, and I'm excited to see him on Friday. I know he's going to play a great game.
1: Our conversation from earlier this week with uh, head coach Dave Aranda as the Bears get ready for the Texas Longhorns. 7.32, we continue our Baylor and Texas conversation as we get you ready for the Bears and UT. Don't forget the pregame coming your way at 9, kickoff just after 11 with John, JJ, and Ricky right here on ESPN Central Texas. Speaking of Ricky, he's coming up in a few minutes, but next – We'll visit with Roger Wallace from the Texas Longhorn broadcast team. That's coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball
5: on 104.9 FM.
11: The Baylor women off to Fort Myers, Florida, and the Gulf Coast Showcase beginning on Friday against St. Louis. 9.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 10 a.m. Tip-off Friday. Follow the
5: 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, on 104.9 FM.
12: Citizens State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney.
9: If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at citizenstatebanktx.com.
12: Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success.
9: Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus, cat lion trojan or wildcat know that citizen state bank supports and appreciates your hard work
12: member fdic and equal housing lender
5: Richard Carr has the trucks you want on the lot today. GMC and Buick offer the best SUV lineup to meet every demand. We have dozens on the lot ready to drive. Well-qualified buyers get 3.9% for 72 months on all GMC and Buick SUVs in stock. New Sierra trucks are ready to drive at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers get 3.9% financing plus a $2,500 loyalty rebate for current GMC or Buick owners. Get here now or log on now and drive your new GMC or Buick today. See dealer for details. Richard
1: Carr, they have the truck for you. The source for
0: Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas.
8: How Payne turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron.
0: I was always active. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance.
8: Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors.
0: I feel like a new
8: person,
13: thanks to the Good Feet store.
8: See for yourself how arch supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com.
13: Stop by Good Feet
7: Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy.
0: Honey, do you have your headphones on? Yeah. Good. I'm going to turn the dryer on. <laughs> appliances slacking on the job call mr appliance today and put them back to work we know the neighborhood so our vehicles are always fully stocked with the most commonly needed parts in the area
5: and if we don't have a part we'll order it for you on the spot visit mr appliance.com today and schedule an appointment online
14: hear my voice you're close enough to come see me this month at harley davidson of waco i have an incredible offer for all active duty and retired military personnel with the purchase of any brand new harley davidson model receive $1,000 with their free accessories or an in-store $1,000 gift card to spend as you choose i'm paying way too much money for trade-ins and i have a huge selection of certified pre-owned harleys as well so come see me this month at harley davidson of waco
0: now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios.
14: All right,
1: 737, welcome back into the program. This is game time here for a Friday morning. It is game day. Oh, it's game day on so many fronts. But uh, uh, we got Baylor and Texas coming up at 9 uh, o'clock this morning with the pregame, 11 o'clock for the kick. And we welcome him into the program. He'll be in the booth describing the action alongside Craig Way for the Texas broadcast. We say good morning to Roger Wallace. Roger, good morning. Hope you had a terrific Thanksgiving. And we appreciate your time this morning.
15: Hey, good morning, Tom, and happy Thanksgiving to you. I did have a, a nice day yesterday.
1: Let's uh, let's dive into this thing. What's the conversation like in Austin this week? Was it, hey, get the win? Let's let's you know see what Kansas and Kansas State do. We possibly could go to AT and T, or was it all about getting ready for Baylor? Uh,
15: yeah, I think uh, I think it's all about getting that eighth win, and realizing that you know there's no sense worrying about KUK State. That's not until tomorrow night, and, and it, riding the momentum of of uh, Saturday and you know eight and four after five and seven looks a lot better, obviously. And, and then if you if you you know you get a little luck, try to get another shot at TC. But I think it's all about you know eighth win, pretty good senior class that's going out and uh, and and carrying that momentum.
1: How have you seen this season unfold? I mean, you had the the three-game win streak in the middle of the year, but what is what has been, you know, the the ups and downs of this of this 22 season for the Longhorns?
15: Yeah, it's strange, Tom, because, you know, after 11 games, I would say it's Bijan Robinson and the defense. Uh the defense is is the reason they have eight wins in my opinion when you you think about where they were last year compared to this year and I mean, just look at their last two ballgames. The number one scoring team in the Big 12 is TCU. They scored 17. And the number three scoring team is Kansas, and they scored, you know, basically 14 meaningless points. And then there's, you know, Bijan. Didn't do well against TCU, obviously, but uh, was incredible last week. And, you know, Quinn Ewers, he got everybody's attention with that first quarter against Alabama. And then he comes back with the OU game, but since then it's been kind of a kind of a struggle. And can he make enough plays? So to me, that's that's really the story of this season.
1: And I was going to ask about Quinn Ewers. How how have you seen him develop from from August to to Thanksgiving? I mean, where where has his game gone from, and where is it at today?
15: I think that's a the question, Tom. I think that's you know, it, is he better today than he was? Uh, against Oklahoma, and that was kind of a, you know, kind of an anomaly, what, what happened in, in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, but I don't know. I think, uh, he had a little hand thing. I don't know if he would say it, it bothered him, but clearly he wasn't right in some games. Um, and, you know, last week it was, you know, hand off to Bijan and, and then enjoy the show. Uh, and when they've needed him to make plays, it's been a, a struggle the last, half of the season so i'm sure there's ways he's progressed in steve sarkeesian's eyes you know just you know all the experiences but he hasn't made nearly as many plays in the back half as he did in the start of the season
3: the longhorns had over 400 rushing yards last week on the road at kansas has the strength of this uh, longhorn offense all year been that rushing attack especially being spearheaded by a guy like B. John robinson
15: Yeah, no doubt. You combine that with uh, I think everyone's kind of been surprised at how good this offensive line has been for the most part, uh, considering you got two true freshmen, a redshirt freshman, uh, a true freshman left tackle. So, yeah, and I think it goes hand in hand. I think, you know, Bijan helps them look good and Roshan Johnson helps them look good. And then uh, they've done a good job of of keeping uh, viewers pretty clean. And that's the other thing, guys is I'm just convinced if you don't have a quarterback that can at least be a threat running the ball, you better have somebody that looks, you know, something like Tom Brady. And they just, you know, that's the other thing with viewers is he's not a threat when things break down. And so I think that's another thing that kind of hurts him. Whereas you could have a guy that throws 60%, but if he's, you know, ripping off, third and eight runs for 12 and things like that, it kind of changes the the perception.
1: You've done this a long time. Where does, where does Robinson rank for you? I mean, the two forty three and four touchdowns last week, unbelievable. But where, where does he rank among some of those terrific UT running backs in in your opinion?
15: Well, he's going to be up there because he's going to be a top, what top seven back in three years. So, uh, a little underused his freshman year and then, you know, went crazy towards the end, excuse me, second year. Uh, and then, you know, he was obviously spectacular last year and this year. So I, I would, I would put him, you know, pretty close to the, uh, the top of that list after the, uh, you know, running back royalty. What's,
1: what's this game come down to? Obviously Baylor's going to want to run the football. Texas is going to run the football. I mean, w- is is this about the two defenses and who can get off the field?
16: Yeah, I think.
15: And, they, you know, with turnovers. Uh, I don't know about the weather. Right now it's okay. Uh, but it's supposed to get, get bad. I don't know if it's just going to be some rain that uh, affects things. But, uh, you know, that's going to be a concern. So, uh, I, I think it comes down to that. It, and, you know, I'm going to put a little bit on yours. You know, you got to make some plays. And so, I'll say that uh, you know, yours is going to have to do something because I know Dave Aranda is going to try to dial something up that's going to force uh, force Texas to to not just lean on on Bijan and Roshan Johnson if he's healthy.
1: Roger, thanks, man. We appreciate your time as always. Enjoy the call, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Hey, thanks, guys. Take care. Have a great day. That is uh, Roger Wallace from the Texas broadcast team. He is the uh, sports anchor for KXAN down in Austin, the NBC affiliate. 743, we continue our Baylor-Texas conversation. We do it next when we welcome into the program the uh, sideline reporter for the Baylor broadcast team, Ricky Thompson. That's coming your way next right here on ESPN Central Texas. The
13: Crawford Coaches Show with Greg Jacobs is brought to you by Barnum Country Store, Benchmark Mortgage, Crawford Booster Club, MP Electric, Security Bank of Crawford, TFNB, Your Bank for Life, and Hometown Construction.
2: Coach, coming off a 34-13 win over Coleman last Friday night, a very impressive win for your team. Offensively, you were able to put up 34 points in the first half, and defensively, you were able to keep them in check the entire game.
13: Yeah, we uh, went into this ball game knowing this was going to be a a big challenge. Uh, They're a very well coached, very talented ball club, Uh, and... uh, to come out uh, on top like we did, very pleased with the effort both offensively and defensively and special teams for our team.
2: Now you have a very familiar opponent in Riesel tonight, and just the fact that your teams are playing each other is a testament to how good your district was this year.
13: Yeah, you know, uh, Riesel has got some talent across the board, and uh, I think uh, once they got into the playoff mode, they really began to improve that much more, so... I think it'll be a different Riesel team that we'll face this Friday night, and uh, it'll be a big challenge for us to, to be able to match the, uh, their intensity and their, their aggressiveness up front. So it'll be a big challenge for us.
2: Offensively for Riesel, they can pass the ball when they need to, but they're going to line up and try to run at you.
13: Yeah, they're, uh, they're big up front. They've they got a big, uh, a big backfield, uh, and they've kind of hung their hat on the run game and the playoffs, and I think that's what suits them best and they've made the most of it, so I look for this to be a very physical ball game. ESPN Central Texas.
3: Lender.
11: Hometown Construction and Design constructs custom-built homes from the design of the floor plan to the completed project. They have the resources to get the job done right the first time, and the job will be completed in a timely manner. And here's the best part. The professionals at Hometown Construction and Design provide frequent updates to their customers. If you're looking to build in a rural area or in the city, contact Hometown Construction and Design, 254-229-0006, and check them out on Facebook. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys
0: football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas.
16: TFNB, Your Bank for Life, wants to congratulate the Crawford Pirates on a great football season. We're rooting for you in the playoffs. With five locations in Central Texas, TFNB has been your choice for hometown banking since 1889. Learn more or open an account with us at tfnbtx.com. TFNB, Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Go Pirates!
14: The
0: source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson, presented by Alliance Bank.
1: All right, good morning. It is uh, 7.49 as we continue here on ESPN Central Texas. We uh, visit now with Ricky Thompson, presented by Alliance Bank Central Texas. Ricky, last week we were talking about rebounding the uh, Bears, trying to bounce back from from that effort against Kansas State, and I think they did that last week. Now, after a a punch in the gut and a gut-wrenching loss, how do they get off the mat and get ready for this one this morning against Texas?
17: Well, but first of all, guys, we're in an elevator in the stadium, so if I lose you, I lose you. <laughs> I did not. I understand. I'll, I'll, I'll call you back. A, a very good question. I thought really probably one of the best efforts of the year last year against TCU. I think they played well enough to win that game with exception of a couple of plays, and and that was the difference. TCU made one more play, but I ther- I certainly think we played hard. We played well, and – Uh, What a recovery after a dismal performance against K-State. How you respond to that, coming back on the road against a good team like Texas, we'll see. But I'm going to be surprised if we don't play awfully hard.
1: 11 games into this thing, in your opinion, where is this football team?
17: Uh, I I still don't think they know. (laughs) Uh, Don't mean that ugly. No, no, that's why I asked the question because
1: there's a lot of us that don't know.
17: Yeah. I, I just, I don't think they, they know as a team where they are really. And I think, I think coach Aranda will tell you that he's smart enough and uh, he's not going to dodge the question he, he's going to tell you. And I think he would clearly say we're, we don't know where we are. And I think that's been a struggle all season to really find the pulse of this football team. He's talked about that on several occasions. you, get to the point where you say well we got it now and then (laughs) maybe the next thing you don't you don't have it but you know what? we were talking about something this morning if you would have told me before the before the season starts that we're going to win in lubbock in ames and in norman i would have said man we're probably back in the championship game again and that's not the way it turned out so i think that alone tells you this was a crazy season for the bears
1: yeah, in 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 some cases, Ricky, wouldn't it be fair to say that they're better on the road than they are at home?
17: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sure. I mean, we, we saw what OU did to Oklahoma State right after we went up there and really uh, beat them a lot worse than the score. And then they turn around and drill Oklahoma State at home. So uh, I just think that this is a team that, Let's let's go back, BYU, TCU, uh, West Virginia. Y- you win those three. What what you're sitting here? Uh, what would that be? Nine and two. Yes, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those were three games that you absolutely could have and probably should have won. And you're sitting here nine and two in a completely different atmosphere to this football game. So. You're that close, and I think we've proven that this is not a bad football team. When you play the number four team in the nation, 10-0 and 0 at home, uh, roll up 501 yards total offense, and you're one play away from a win in that football game, you're not a bad football team.
1: Today, they if they can, I mean, isn't the goal to try to limit – B. John, as much as you can and make, make yours beat you with uh, with the throw?
17: Uh, absolutely. B. John Robinson is the key to this football team. Uh, I think we saw some of that last week, what, 247 yards, something like that. 243,
1: uh, yeah, and four, and four scores.
17: Yeah. Yeah, this kid is really, really good. He's got tremendous speed. We don't see m- many times in today's game a back with that kind of speed i think they're more power runners really quick moves agility but this guy's got it all i mean if he's he's really truly one of the backs if he gets a step he's gone and nobody's going to catch him so we did a great job last year of stuffing him i remember watching after that game dylan dole and bijan having a conversation after the game a lot of respect for each other and I gained a lot of respect for him, for B. John Robinson after that game and watching him talk to our guys and visit and just say, you guys won, you played well. But uh, he is really good, and I think absolutely you put everybody you can up front to stop him and force shooters to throw the ball because he's proven to throw it to the wrong color.
1: Isn't that exactly what Texas will try to do today too? Take away Baylor's strength—the run—and and and, uh, and make Blake beat him with his legs or with his arm.
17: Of course, I would, wouldn't you? Absolutely, that's exactly what I'd do. I'd I'd take those three running backs away. I would make us throw the ball. We haven't proven we can beat anybody throwing it yet. Uh, I think that's a little misleading. I just. I know a lot of people have gotten on Blake some. This kid's really only played 12 games, 13 games. He's mm-hmm. still very, very young. He's got a lot of ability. He's made some mistakes. I thought he's gone uh, to the wrong spot on the field with the ball, made some bad decisions, sliding. He's he's just a kid. Uh, he's, just, he's a very young quarterback with a really lot of upside still, and I just don't think everybody needs to sell him short. And he's due. He's very capable. We've seen that. Uh, that kid misses a Taquan Thornton out there. He misses some guys outside that really make plays, and I, I think that alone adds such confidence to the quarterback position. And we all know, you know, as long as y'all seen football, when you're not playing with great confidence at the key B spot, that's not good. Final thought
1: for you this morning before I know you, you guys got to get going here. Uh, the the X factor, the weather. What? Uh, how could the weather affect? This football game and, and how you how you call plays.
17: Well, of course, if it, there's an eighty percent chance of rain, I've seen one forecast that says it starts at three o'clock. I've seen one that says it starts at eleven. So take a pick. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of them's got to be wrong.
1: <laughs> but let's hope the three o'clock one's wrong, I, right?
17: Yeah, I, I think rain in this game maybe. Maybe favors Texas. I don't know. I think with Bijan and running the ball and keeping Hewers away from the passing game in the rain. But, uh, man, uh, we know that creates turnovers. And if it does that, there is an 80% chance. And if it does like it did yesterday, it will change the dynamic of this game. It'll change the play calling. It'll change the defensive sets. It'll change everything. The positive is uh, playing on turf. So you're not going to have... A muddy field, but when that ball's wet, funny things happen, guys. And turnovers to me would be the key.
1: Ricky, put on a, put on a rain jacket. I'm just I'm just suggesting that. Just just suggesting put on a rain jacket and go have fun.
17: Well, I brought one, so <laughs> we'll we'll see how that works. Uh, I've been down here uh, when you come out of here with winds, and it sure is nice. So let's let's hope we do that. Hope we play well. Uh, finish this thing up at 7 and 5 and see what bowl game we get into.
1: Sounds like a winner. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much.
17: Alright, thanks guys.
1: Ricky Thompson presented by Alliance Bank Central Texas and uh, uh, yeah, he'll be on the sideline along with uh, uh, in and on the call along with uh, John and JJ. So there you go. 757, we'll talk some high school football coming up in a couple of minutes. This is Game Time presented by our good friends at Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. The China Spring Coaches Show with Tyler Beatty is brought to you by
13: Benchmark Mortgage, Bush's Chicken at China Springs, China Spring Country Store, and Kristen Clements, Camille Johnson Realtors. The China Spring Cougars continue in the postseason after a 41-7 win over Kaufman. Coach, the Lions took a first-quarter lead of 7-6, but your offense hit its stride in the second
18: quarter from that point on. They came out tough, and that's one thing that we just got to continue to work on is getting out of the gate and uh, starting fast instead of trying to feel around and wait for our opponents to attack first. So
13: really proud of our kids stepping up. The scoring surge that you had to finally take the lead there was uh, triggered by your quarterback, Cash McCollum. Not only did he throw for four touchdowns, but he also scored one.
18: Yeah, Cash has done a great job. What he's really excelled in is just taking what the defense gives him, based upon our scheme and, and the play called. He does a really good job of finding open receivers and, and continuously keeping his eyes down field. And when the is there, he takes off and gets what he can get. So he's really come along in a, in a really big way as the season has progressed. Did you change anything defensively to shut out
13: Kaufman for the rest of the game?
18: We did. They they, uh, they had a really good game plan. They uh, knew exactly how we would fit particular plays. And based upon personnel and scheme, they, they made some adjustments up front that allowed them to get to the edge a little bit easier than, than we obviously hoped for. and. Um, kind of drawing some stuff up and just talking to our kids to really figure out what they were trying to do and how they were manipulating us and and, uh, attacking and playing football really fast. Next up is a 5 o'clock kickoff in Waxahachie against
13: Lake Worth. What can you tell us about the Bullfrogs?
18: You know, One impressive thing about them is even though they're not putting up a lot of points, they're not giving up much either. And so we've got our work cut out for us offensively. And we're excited about the challenge. Uh, Best part is it'll play tomorrow, and we got a couple more days to get ready. ESPN Central Texas.
6: You'll find gifts for the whole family, jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They are also an official Purina feed dealer, featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to buy lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 930 China Spring Highway, and at chinaspringcountrystore.com.
9: At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best.
0: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine.
1: All right, just after 8 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. We enter hour two of this. Program. And don't forget, uh, coming up at the top of the hour, it is Baylor and Texas right here on ESPN Central Texas. So we got a lot of stuff going. Uh, three high school broadcasts uh, today. First one coming up at 2 o'clock this afternoon down the hall on our sister station, 1590 AM and 99.3 FM, uh, as the uh, Mark Panthers are back in action in round three. Let's talk some high school football and let's welcome into the program from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, Greg Tepper. Greg, good morning. How are you? And I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving.
16: Oh, I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the best day of the year. It always delivers. Uh, and, and last night it was, was great. And now, if you are interested, it's only 363 days until Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: I saw an interesting tweet from one Greg Tepper. Mm-hmm. You giving the number of programs that are participating in Thanksgiving workouts in those that were not.
16: Yeah, there's 176 teams across the state of Texas that uh, are still alive that, that, you know, that make it to Thanksgiving. And um, and, and they got to, you know, they, they didn't get to sleep in on Thanksgiving. They had to get up and go work out. But you talk with coaches and you talk with players and they'll tell you that that's the best practice of the year to go out there to have the opportunity. to to play on Thanksgiving, that's a privilege. That's, that's a right. And and that means you've earned something. That's a real, that's a real kind of line of demarcation for a lot of programs that they say, if you play on Thanksgiving, like no matter what happens from there, you had a great year. And so I think that's something that's really important for a lot of programs. Um, And, and it's become, you know, these guys go out there and they'll talk about what, how much fun it is to go out there. And, And yeah, you know what they're. You know at, at that point, it's usually just a walk through you know it's it's shells we're not out there uh we're not we're not hitting or anything like that, but at the same time it's such a it's such a thrill for these guys to be out there and and, and practicing on thanksgiving uh you know and then you know they make it a big community thing and it's it's a lot of fun and so uh, there's there's you know 176 teams out there yesterday who were able to practice and there were about a thousand others that wished that they could
1: it's interesting all week long that was kind of our theme that if you're practicing this week the result mm-hmm. on friday night really is in, it's insignificant if you're practicing this week you've had an outstanding year and you've got a mm-hmm. terrific football team
16: period yeah yeah, we're, we're fond of saying that there's no turkeys left after Thanksgiving, and and that's the truth. I mean, at this point, you know, you're talking about 176 Texas high school football teams. That's all that's left, and all of them are pretty darn good, and all of them have an opportunity to make some history. You know, uh,
1: David Woodard's West Trojans got a big-time win last week against Mount Vernon, and, and uh, congratulations. Now you get to
16: play Malakoff to try to keep this thing rolling. Wow, what a region. Yeah, that's that's the that's the, the problem, you know, for 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 David Ward's bunch is every time every time you win a game, your reward is something even bigger and more dangerous. And that's that's kind of just life there in region two. And we knew it was going to be something along those lines there in three division one. You know, and even look, I would even say you go look at, at their first round matchup against Mejia. That was that's a Mahaya team that, that yeah, you know, look, they finished three and eight, but go talk with folks around around that part of the world and they'll tell you that's a lot better than a three and eight ball club. That was a really good ball club they had to place in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, and yeah, now they, they they play Mount Vernon, who was a back to back state semifinalist. They knocked them out. And now all they got to do is go take on a team that a lot of people think can win a state championship in Malakoff. This is a Malakoff team that has been absolutely rolling all all year long. Uh, one thing that's really impressed me about about this Malakoff team is that I think their offense has been perhaps the most one of the most consistent. In the state, uh, they, they've really, every time they roll out of bed, they can put up 30, 40 points. I mean, they've been very, very impressive. And they do it in a variety of different ways. It's not just one guy. They can throw the ball a little bit with their sophomore uh, quarterback, Mark, uh, Mike Jones, uh, but they are, you know, they're going to keep it on the ground. Uh, they've got another sophomore uh, running back in Jason Tennyson. Uh, they can run the ball with Damian Jackson. They can beat you in a variety of different ways, which is what makes this a real test, I think, for this West defense, which has been so stinking good. All year long. They're going to have to cover a variety of different areas. I'm interested in seeing what the first quarter of this game looks like, because I don't know how Malakoff plans on attacking this West defense um, because it's it's it, you, you got chip away and find a way through. The good thing for Malakoff is that if there's one thing that doesn't work, then they can go to another thing. They're good, they're good enough in a lot of different places. But uh, scoring on this West defense has been a chore all year long. And so for Malakoff and Jamie Driscoll's ball club, they're going to need to, it may be kind of poking and prodding through that first quarter to figure out exactly what works. Uh, if, if there's anything that's going to work, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I, I think I like Malakoff, but I think this game is a razor-thin margin, and I think we're talking the coin flip type stuff.
1: It, no disrespect to anybody, but it, when does or do they, speaking of Mart, when do they get mm. challenged or do they get challenged?
16: Mm, um, I mean, well, I, I am on the radio, and there's a lot of people listening, and so I'm going to say, right, listen, you can lose any game that you play including tonight against, again, again, this afternoon against Sims Bowie, who is by the way, a fantastic story. Shout mm-hmm. out to the pirates. Uh, Bowie is into the, um, they, they're, this is the first time they've ever made the third round of the playoffs. They've, they've been playing since 1946. They've never been in the third round of the playoffs. Uh, just a, 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 tremendous, tremendous job from Sean Wells and company, what they've been able to do with there with the pirates. Um, with that said, um, Mart is very big favorites in this game, very, very big favorites in this game. And then you know, you keep looking there, you know, that, that's the thing. Let's let's zoom out a little bit. Mart has not been challenged really in region two or re- region three, rather, in, in their region, really, in, in years. It's been a long time since they've played a, a game that has really made them sweat within their region. I mean, in fact you know you i mean you just talk talk about semifinals they made a semifinal in 2021 and 2020 2019 2018 2017 they have not lost a regional game since 2016 when they lost to Crawford and that was when they were in region 2 now they're over in region 3 and i think that they're not just the favorite but the heavy favorite i think next week if you're talking about the winner of Price Carlisle and Love Lady you can talk to me you can talk me into uh them that being a real a real test for them but at the same time, I mean, just the region just has not, has region three has not been a challenge to him. And that's that's the same with a couple of other places. Gunner in region two has not been challenged in years and years and years. Um, Canadian before they lost to Lubbock Roosevelt last year in the regional semifinals, they had not been challenged in region one and three, in division two. It, do, it does happen that there's just some places that, that, that Particular teams have owned, um, and, and Mart has owned Region Three, and so I, I would expect them to be a big favorite today. I would expect them to be a big favorite next week, uh, and then you're going to go into into the state semifinal where they may be looking for a measure of revenge against the team that knocked them out last year. So um, Mart is is your favorite in Region Three. Um, they're my pick to win the state championship. They've looked apart, the but but you got to put one foot in front of the other. And, and if you if you come out from a Thanksgiving nap, this is a Sims movie team that's brimming with confidence. I would love to take a chunk out of you.
3: Taking you up to Class 6A, a big game tonight here in Waco over McLean Stadium. Colleen harker Heights taking on the spring to Wildcats. Yeah, a, a
16: bit of a, a surprise matchup here, I would say, and maybe two teams that, that, uh, that people have, have not been paying a ton of attention to, uh, and I'm not really sure why. Um, harker Heights is, is, is awfully impressive, and, and all of the attention, uh, and, and rightfully so, is paid to Rashawn Sanford. And their running back who is a super duper star. I mean, he's, he's incredible. I mean, he's worth the price of admission. Everything that you've heard is true about him. This guy is, is a, a workhorse. He is a bulldog. He does everything that you need at the running back spot, but I think they are a lot more than just that. Uh, their quarterback Dylan Plake, I think has been really strong uh, this season. They've got a sophomore r- a court- wide receiver. I'm pretty high on and TJ Johnson. That I think has an opportunity uh, to make uh, to, to make an impact on this game. Uh, they're more than just Rashawn Sanford. They're, like one one trick pony teams are not here anymore. Like they're just like they you, you, you've got to be more than that. They're taking on a Spring ducaney squad that I think people forgot about because they 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 lost three games uh, in non or in, uh, in or they start off two and three, but those three losses were to Klein Oak. Umble, who ended up being a decent ball club and the spring Westfield, who's still playing right now. Uh, but they have been rolling recently. And, and I think that was what's happened in a lot of ways is that their offense has kind of taken, taking flight. They have got, uh, they're going to throw the ball all over the yard. Uh, uh, Rashuck Hines, their, their quarterback is a, is a name to know, but the real name to know is this wide receiver, Jonah Wilson. Jonah Wilson is a, monster out there a a guy who has an opportunity to single-handedly take over this ball club he's a houston commit or and and he is a star uh keep an eye on him Um, you know that's that this is a real star power game where you've got jonah wilson the houston commit on the on one side and you've got rashawn sanford on the other side Uh, it should be it should be a lot of fun there at McLean stadium and and again if you if you are if you're a neutral uh, this is this is a game that I don't have to really do a whole lot of talking you into because these are two these are two teams with star power. By the way, I forgot Rashawn Samuelson used to commit too. So if you're a Cougs supporter, then you might as well go out there and see see the future.
1: Do you have and I <laughs> just just kind of just glancing through this. Do you have Duncanville and DeSoto all the way through to AT and T?
16: Um, no, I don't. Um, I'll tell you I'll tell you why. I do have Duncanville for it. We'll start with the, 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 the first one. I do have Duncanville. I think they got a real test today against the Woodlands. The Woodlands is a team that, again, we forgot about. They, they, they got – we were really – okay, so the Woodlands we were really high on in the preseason, really, really high on. And then the first game of the year – in the second quarter, North Shore took a forty-two nothing lead on the Woodlands, and we just kind of filed them away in <laughs> the garbage basket, in the garbage bin. Um, but since then, they've been rolling. They're averaging like their their first two playoff games. They're scoring like sixty-five points a game. Their offense has been crazy good. But I think the Woodlands, or rather Duncanville, is the favorite at that point. They'd see a team like Spring Westfield or Hatchie. They've already beaten Waxahachie, although it was close. Spring Westfield's a big physical ball club. It could give them a challenge. And then, they, but the thing is that I think that read the advantage for Duncanville for them is that if they were to make a semifinal, I think they would be a clear favorite over whoever comes out of region one, simply because region one kind of cleared out a little bit. The four teams left in region one are North Crowley, Prosper, Keller, or Louisville. One of those four teams is making a state semifinal, which is pretty remarkable. And a lot of the blue bloods that we're used to seeing in deep playoff runs, like the Allens of the world, they, the U.S. Trinities of the world, they just didn't have the year that we thought that they could. So I look at, I look at Duncanville as the favorite to make it to at and stadium. DeSoto. Soto, has the easier region, I think, because I think they're a favorite over Tom Ball, although although Tom Ball has made a a a history and made a living off of making Dave Campbell's Texas football look stupid for picking against them. <laughs> Remember they made a semifinal last year. Um they, and then and then Harker Heights and, and, and Spring Decaney, I think DeSoto's the favorite in that region. But then they would have to deal with probably Denton Geyer in the regional semifinal in the state semifinal. And I think Geyer has looked like the best team in that bracket. And so Um, I've got Duncanville there. I don't have DeSoto there. I've been both in a semifinal winning their region, but I, it's that semifinal matchup that worries me a little bit for DeSoto, but that's, that's a lot of things have to happen between now and then.
1: Do you have a district that has both teams getting to AT&T in in 6A?
16: Oh boy. Um, I guess your best chance that's uh, going to be tough. Um, I, 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 maybe your best chance would be something like district 21, six a, which has all four of their teams still alive. Summer Creek, uh, you know, uh, North Shore. North Shore will play a task seat at some point in regional, regional final. And then uh, I would say Summer Creek or uh, is probably your best bet to make it there. Although I think they would be an underdog to whoever comes out of maybe Prep Region Four with, with Dripping Springs and Vandegra. Um I'm not sure. I would say right now, no. Uh, but DeSoto Duncanville would be your best bet for a team for a district to have two teams at C Stadium. All right, uh
1: and, and again it's it's kind of looking ahead and you know, we like to do that. Coaches don't want to sure. do that. Players are not supposed to do that, but we can't. Uh we can. do you have Crawford and Toler uh circling back around uh and, and playing next week?
16: I do. Um I think they are both favored in their games, um, over Reese over uh Hamilton and Riesel respectively. Um I have been on the Toler bandwagon for a while. Uh, I want to that noted for the record that I am a Rattler hipster. I was, I was early. I bought, I, I went to their concerts before that anybody knew about them before they were playing on the radio. Um, this is a taller team. That's awesome. And they've been great all year long. And they've just kind of flown under the radar. And I'm not sure if it's just name brand recognition, but Peyton Brown, they're running back is a superstar their defense is rolling the hashtag is snake farm they've been fantastic the, but they would have to deal with a team like crawford in the state semifinal or regional final who i do think is the favorite to, uh, tonight now i i would love to see uh you know those two teams tee it up uh you know because i i do think that these are those those look like the two best teams in region in region two and and sometimes you don't necessarily get that in a regional s- regional final but i do think you would get it here um, and I think you'll be, I think you'll be a, a great matchup. I think that you talk about strength on strength. Nobody's been able to run the ball consistently on Crawford and nobody's been able to stop the running game for Toller. So what would happen with those two meet? I I would say that right now, Crawford and Toller is your most likely regional semi regional final rather next week.
1: All right. So we can put two people on. The uh, Dave Campbell Texas Football Magazine helicopter and take them anywhere in the state to watch the best game in the state.
16: Where are they going? Yeah, it's tough. Um, I think you got a few different options. You can go to the game that's going to be live on Valley Sports Southwest tonight, uh, Carthage and Gilmer. Uh, it'll be Craig Way and myself on the call alongside Paige Schorbach. Um, and uh, Carthage and Gilmer is number one versus number two in four A Division two. This is the seventh time, eighth time in the last seven years that these two teams are meeting, they used to meet all the time in non-district. Um, and now they are uh, meeting here in the playoffs again. Uh, it has not gone well for Gilmer recently. Carthage has won seven straight. And so that is, that is a game that I, I would point you to. I think if you're looking for a real strength on strength matchup, I would take you down to the Houston area for Fort Bend Marshall and Montgomery Lake Creek. Fort Ben Marshall, Lake, Montgomery Lake Creek is 12 and 0 team that nobody knows about, uh, but they have been outstanding they are the third highest scoring team in all of Texas high school football, uh, averaging something like 56 points a game. They've got a running back named Tyvon Byers, who is a, a super sophomore, uh, and then but they're going up against Fort Ben Marshall, who has the sixth ranked uh, scoring defense in the state of Texas, and has eyes set on AT&T Stadium. That is a huge game that I would that I would direct you to. Um, and then I could also take you. There's a bunch of games in the six-man ranks that are regional finals. Remember, we're a round ahead there. Westbrook and Rankin's a huge game there. Uh, I could also uh, d- draw you to Salina and Anna, which is a rematch of a non-district game. This was the game that really put Anna on the map back there. This was the game that they had gotten off to a great start, and they were like, "Okay, well, let's see how you handle Salina." And then they did. Um, and so, but Salina, uh, no, I, I don't think they've been beat twice by the same team in a season ever, maybe. I mean, so that's going to be a real testament. So it's a huge, huge week. Uh, I would probably drop you off in East Texas, though, for Carthage and Gilmer.
1: All right. Uh, what what can our fans find on TexasFootball.com right now?
16: Yeah, we're, we're loaded up on TexasFootball.com with everything you need for the playoffs, of course, the brackets, the pairings. Uh, remember that because today is Black Friday, uh, and nobody has school there's games scattered throughout the, the day so you've, mm-hmm. as you mentioned you got you got games on your sister station uh it's it's all day it's it's games kicking at noon all the way up till i think there's like a 7 a couple 7:30 kicks so it's all day we're going to be covered at texasfootball.com uh and then of course we uh, our streaming platform texanlive.com has i think 30 playoff games this weekend so if you want to go there you can watch 30 different texas high school football playoff games at texanlive.com so we have got everything you need for the Texas high school football fan,
1: as always, it is a pleasure, Greg. Thanks so much, and uh, enjoy the call tonight.
16: All right, guys, take care.
1: Have a good day. That is Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Uh, we do have the uh, March Sims Bowie game over on Kicker. That is a one uh, thirty pregame with the two o'clock kick. We'll we'll have that one for you, and then uh, on one hundred four nine, we'll have Crawford and Reese from Panther Stadium in Hewitt. That is a six thirty pregame, and uh, also uh, West. In action against Malakoff from over at Tiger Stadium in Corsicana. That game on ninety-two point nine FM tonight. So uh, we we've got you covered on your high school football. Should be a lot of fun. And of course, uh, we have uh, we've got the 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 uh, the, the game today: uh, Baylor and Texas. That is coming up at. Uh, At 9 o'clock, the pregame begins at 9 o'clock with the kickoff just after 11 with John, J.J., and Ricky. So we've we've got a full slate of activity. And, oh, by the way, we have Baylor women's basketball. Uh, They're in Florida in a tournament, and uh, it gets rolling uh, this morning. Uh, They'll have a 10 o'clock tip-offs. That means it's 11 o'clock Eastern time, so uh, 10 o'clock tip, 9.30 for the pregame, and that will be on 104.9 FM as well. So full slate of stuff for you on your uh, Thanksgiving break. It's 821. This is game time, and we are presented by Alan Samuels and brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts, where today is Black Friday and they are rocking with great deals over at Morrison's Gifts. Uh, Things like John Hart, Consuela, and Times Candles. Uh, At Morrison's, you'll find home decor, gourmet items, bath and body products, uh, baby items, and of course, Christmas decor, so you can check it out all at Morrison's Gifts. You know what, guys? Guys? I know it's Black Friday. Maybe you're going to a game tonight. If you want to knock out that shopping on your way to a game, take about 10 minutes, walk in, tell them, hey, look, put me a basket together. Put me a gift basket together. Wrap that thing up. Make it look great. And uh, I'll come back in a week or so and pick it up. Whatever. I mean, or, or can you deliver it uh, or ship it out to what wherever. They do that for you. Those are the kind of things that they'll do for you at Morrison's Gifts. And I dare you to get that in one of the big uh, box stores, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen, but it will at Morrison's Gifts. They do those kind of things for you over at Morrison's Gifts. It's just look, it's it's local folks taking care of local folks. So it, you're going to love doing business with everybody over at Morrison's Gifts. They're at the corner of Valley Mills Drive and Waco Drive. That's next to Jason's Deli. Check them out today and tell them we sent you by. The West Coaches Show with David Woodard is brought to you by Bush's Chicken Chevy of West.
2: Citizens State Bank, Sikora Ford, West Feed, and West Reynolds. Coach, coming off a 27-14 win over Mount Vernon last Friday night, this game kind of went how most of your games have went this year. Your offense was able to move the ball, and defensively, another strong effort, especially against that high-powered Mount Vernon offense.
19: You know, we did. I, I was real proud of our kids and our coaches last week. Uh, you know, had a had a... One, we had a great week of workouts, and, uh, you know, it ended up uh, leading to, to us having a, a really good performance on Friday night. You know, defensively uh, played really well. Um, offensively played really well, too. Just had a couple mistakes that gave them some short dibs, and, uh, you know, something we got to get cleaned up on a little bit this week. But, uh, you know, overall, just proud of our kids with the, and coaches with, with the preparation and, and, and how hard they played on Friday night.
2: Now, tonight you take on another familiar opponent from last year's playoffs, number two, Malikoff. Talk a little bit about them offensively, they show you a lot of different looks,
19: man. They do, man. They're they're uh, you know they can be anywhere from four and five wides to three backs in the backfield, and uh, you know they, they a lot of motions and movements, and uh, you know they're re- uh, have, have some guys that are special with the ball in their hands, and so uh, you know it, it, defensively we got to make sure that we're really fundamentally sound, get lined up, uh, and, and play football like we have all year, and so uh, hopefully our the uh, defenses will be able to uh, um, you know match match our performance again like we've had for the last few weeks.
2: And defensively for them, kind of the same thing. They show you a lot of different looks.
19: Yeah, they do. Uh the really athletical defense, move some people around, you know, give you give you a variety of fronts and, and coverages. And so uh, you know, I, I think the biggest thing is, is is uh you know offensively we gotta make sure that, that uh you know we know what our job is. We're fundamentally sound doing it, you know, style linemen stand on pass, receivers and and backs understanding uh, where we've got to be and, and, and how we've got to make some adjustments. And so, uh, you know, it, it, practice is going to be key this week. I think, uh, you know, so far we had a good week. Everything's gone well. And so, hopefully, um, we can continue to get these things taken care of through practice, and uh, you know, be ready to play a big game on Friday night.
0: ESPN Central Texas.
11: Hi, Leo Pacheco again for Chevy of West, where we wish you a most joyous and safe holiday season and invite you to our Chevy Cyber Cash sales event. When you find new roads to Chevy of West or ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. Hi, Leo Pacheco, and this holiday season, Chevy of West is the easy choice for your certified pre-owned vehicle with some of our biggest savings this year. When you find new roads to Chevy of West or ChevyofWest.com. Shut me up,
1: West Feeds is a trusted and family-owned and operated Texas feed manufacturer and distributor of award-winning, competitively priced animal and livestock feeds. West Feeds strives to meet the needs of their customers and dealers with knowledgeable specialists on hand to help provide one-on-one service to develop feeding programs that best meet the needs of our animals. West Feeds is located in downtown West in the heart of Central Texas, providing you with the hometown service you expect and deserve. West Feeds, where their name is their guarantee and your
0: loyalty is their success. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com.
12: Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney.
9: If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com.
12: Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success.
9: Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus, cat lion trojan or wildcat know that citizen state bank supports and appreciates your hard work
12: member fdic and equal housing lender
7: the next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment remember west rentals at west rentals you'll find scissor lifts, ditch witch sky track storage crates skid steers backhoe power washer jackhammer jumping jack and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net.
5: This is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura.
14: Thanks Eric, you've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on Eric, do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, Probably because the
4: grandkids are cuter on TV. That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our
0: family family makes the the difference. difference. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas.
1: 8.28 as we continue the uh, football and basketball conversation. We do have Baylor women's basketball coming your way at 9.30, and that will be over on 104.9 FM. And uh, uh, I believe Sophia is along with Derek, and they'll have that call at 9.30 uh, this morning, 10 o'clock for the tip. Over in Florida, as they begin play in a, a tournament over there, they'll play today, and then again tomorrow and Sunday. So, uh, and again, the the game times are predicated on on how they do. Uh, if they win today, I think they play at four o'clock tomorrow, and so on, and so forth. So, there you go. Uh, let's see. We will have three broadcast, three broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, our first broadcast up is Mart and Sims Bowie. That will be on 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. That is Kicker Country, uh, classic country station. Good stuff. And uh, we'll be on the air at one thirty with a, a 2 o'clock kick. And uh, look, you, you heard Greg Tepper talk about it. And we were going to discuss it as well. Last week when they played uh, Cushing. Cushing, that was Cushing's first The previous week was Cushing's first playoff win ever, 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 and this is this week. It is Sims-Bowie's first ever foray into the third round. So, a a, a great accomplishment. But you're playing a a a football team right now that's they've got weapons everywhere, quarterback and throw and run, running back uh, Bell, unbelievable player,
3: huge physical offensive line,
1: yeah. Uh, they got receivers that can not only carry the ball in speed sweeps, but they can run the football, uh, throw, uh, catch the football as well. I mean, they got – and then I would tell you that I'm probably equally, if not more impressed, with how they play defense. They gave up a touchdown drive, which was a little surprising, quite frankly, last week on the opening drive of the game. Just ate up the clock and gave up that seven points. And this is a defense that's averaging giving up six a game. Six. And they gave up seven on the opening drive. And I thought, huh, well, I shouldn't have. <laughs> After that, they were, they were lights out. Made a couple little tweaks, and that was it. I mean, they could not move the football. They had a ton of negative, negative plays. They were behind the chains. I, I, and they will strike you on defense, too. Uh, you know, I think Dave Miranda uses the term get there and get there angry, and, you know, and, and violent. And that's kind of how they go about it. I mean, I, I think this team is just rolling. Our other game that we're going to have for you is um, Crawford and Riesel. And that game is going to be on, uh, on, not, on uh, 104.9 FM. It, it, what do you say what what the Crawford Pirates do? I mean, this is almost a rite of passage, isn't it? I mean, yeah. this is where they're supposed to be.
3: Yeah, they're a machine they've been really good all year and th- this is they this been, is a circle back this is the, 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 how, they've been really good for
1: decades yeah. I mean, yeah. let's, let's' seriously I mean this is this is this they belong there I mean mm-hmm. it's almost like an unwritten rule yeah that, you know that they that they're
3: supposed to be playing now yeah and this is this is this isn't the first time they played a resole. All year, they played it earlier in district. It's a district and, game. And Crawford won that 43 so. nothing. I,
1: I think it's a different result team. Oh, absolutely. In fact, I know it is. Yeah. Uh, and we, we had Coach Jacobs on the show earlier this week, and he pointed that out real quick. <laughs> you know, after watching video of him the last couple of weeks, he was quick to note a different team. I don't know what the result's going to be. I suspect that, you know, that Crawford's going to continue to get it done. That would be my pick. But what Riesel has been able to do, you pointed it out during the break.
3: Number, number 4 seed making it to the third round and they did the exact same thing last year too. Just it's, unbelievable. So,
1: look, this is what six rounds of playoff football in the last two years. You're you're a good program when you can
3: accomplish that. Oh, No doubt. Uh, they're they're a good football team. They really are cuz like Tepper mentioned it earlier in our interview if you're playing this week you're practicing this week mm-hmm. you're a darn good football team yeah
1: it makes n- the the results this week do not you know obviously if you win you move on if you lose it's it's tough but if you're playing this week you're good yeah period there's there's no conversation if you're if you're playing this look i get maybe somebody can sneak through in that first round maybe even to say but if you're playing this week you're a good football team. No doubt. You're you're three rounds deep. It look so there's there's more practices, there's more games, your younger players get 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 that additional work. That's it's just beneficial to the program. Final game that we'll have for you is Wes Malakoff. Uh it's gonna be a great game. <laughs> Man, if you don't have anything to do, Corsicana, Texas tonight for this one. I cannot wait, and we'll probably end up having to listen to it on our way home, but I cannot wait to see how things unfold with Jamie Driscoll's offensive unit against David Woodard's defensive unit. I think that's the matchup. In fact, I know it is Malakoff offense, West defense. Who wins that matchup?
3: Well, they say defense wins championships, Tom. Yep. And West defense is really good. And, and you know what? There's nothing's going to surprise West. The, no. I mean,
1: this region is so stinking good. You've played good people all along. You've played good people in your non-district. You're ready to go.
3: Yeah, both teams have had really tough schedules. I mean, look at West. They play, they've play. played Lorena. Mm-hmm. They've played Grandview. Yep. You know, they, <laughs> it does. David Woodard's
1: team is ready to play. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't have a crystal ball. But I'll tell you this. If Malakoff wins the football game, they would have beaten a darn good football team and a terrific defensive unit. And look, they 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 get it done on the offensive side, but the strength of this team is their defense. And if I'm going to have a strength, it's going to be defense. Yeah, so no doubt, you know. So we'll we'll see how it goes. That should be a lot of fun. And that one game, that game will be on ninety two nine Lark. And uh, Vince Erickson will have that one for you. All right, 834, we're going to recap the Cowboy game. We're going to do that for you next as Kyle Yeomans with the Cowboy broadcast team will join us right here on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Recently on the John Moore Show, that is uh, Toby Rowland, the longtime uh, voice of the
11: Oklahoma Sooners football, basketball, baseball. Uh, I'll give you guys a little insight out there. When JMO saw that it was on ESPN Plus, he got very excited because
14: that's what us radio guys do. That's because right. we know we're going to have way more <laughs> listening.
17: <laughs>
14: You're
0: exactly way right. That's right. Uh, Tune in to the voice of the Bears weekdays from two to three p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas.
12: Everyone at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps' Toys for Tots campaign and they're asking for you to participate. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas.
9: Now through December 9th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy for Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2023 gmc sierra crew cab pickup truck on the showroom floor the marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout central texas
12: also if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership richard car will purchase 100 dollars worth of toys in your name for the marines to distribute
9: merry christmas from your friends at richard car buick gmc cadillac 900 west loop 340 at the imperial drive exit in waco
0: The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
5: Genco's Black Friday Cyber Monday Auto Loan Special is here. Apply for your auto loan online and receive a 0.15% loan discount. Plus, every auto loan gets 90 days with no payments. Then have a chance to win 90 more days with no payments. Black Friday Cyber Monday only at Genco. This special runs till December 2nd. Every online application gets an additional discount plus 90 days no payments. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to gencofcu.org, member NCUA.
8: This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Imagine even more in video. Calling every memory. So happy together Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details.
14: When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values, success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco Central Texas, locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg and MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Bears and the horns coming up at the top of the hour. Here on ESPN Central Texas. Kickoff just after 11 o'clock right here on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Yesterday here on the airwaves, you heard the uh, Cowboys knock off the New York Giants. Second time this year that the uh, Cowboys have uh, been able to uh, defeat the New York Giants and pick up the win. Let's talk some Cowboy football. Let's welcome in from the broadcast team, Kyle Yeomans. Kyle, good morning. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, first of all, when did you do your dinner? Did you do it Wednesday? Or are you going to do it today? When, when did... When was Thanksgiving for Kyle Yeomans? We all, we all need to know.
20: Yeah. You know, uh, I'm actually in the process of about to get in the truck and drive down there to Waco to do it, uh, do it today. So there you go. May, uh, may pass some people on the, on the I-35 trail, uh, all the way down there. But yeah, we're doing it today. Kind of getting it all, all taken care of. Cause my, my parents went to the game yesterday, my, my, my sister got down there and visited some friends and stuff. So got to kind of change it up whenever you work for, uh, work for the Cowboys. Cause of course, uh, they're on Thanksgiving. That's a tradition.
1: All right, let's begin a uh, couple of thoughts. First of all, what do we think of New York? I, I just, I'm just not buying the New York Giants. I, I just, I, I, I'm just not, I mean, it, there's some good teams in the NFL and I just don't think, and I, I know that they're seven and four, but come on now. Uh, They got pushed around pretty good by the Cowboys, particularly in the second half.
20: Yeah, I think they're a good team. I really do. I don't think they're a great team. I don't think that they're a legitimate contender whenever playoff time would come around. However, for a a team that has not had any recent success, uh, I mean, you have to go back to the Eli Manning days to even see any kind of Giants team to find uh, any sort of winning way. Uh, I really like what Brian Dayball has done there, and sure, the Cowboys, of course, handled them again. They they found a way to to win and sweep that season series yesterday, after even trailing at the halftime break. But I I think that's a it's a good team, but also you got to remember how banged up they are. I mean, mm-hmm. they were missing six of their nine starters. Out of the, the offensive line and the secondary as well. That's a team that is missing a lot of their main pieces up front, including three of their five starting offensive linemen. So uh, I think there's a, a good way for them to, to continue building on this in the future. Uh, it may not be this year, but anytime you can win seven to 10 games in the NFL. You're a pretty decent team. Doesn't mean you're a great team. Doesn't mean you're a contender, but it does mean you you are a good team. And I think that's right where the Giants are, right on that bubble.
1: What you say about the Cowboys when they're not playing their best football yet finding a way to win? Look, they had two turnovers, committed 13 penalties, yet still came out of there with 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 a W. And and quite frankly, a, a comfortable W. The way they they dominated the second half.
20: Yeah, I think that's a credit to the coaching staff and some of the halftime adjustments that were made. Uh, they needed a scoring drive with the ball coming out of the, the halftime break and the start of the third quarter. And what did they do? They went down and they, they had 14 plays, 75-yard <laughs> drive. Uh, and then they go and they killed nearly half of, the, half of the third quarter on that drive as well. Defense comes out, makes a stop, and then, uh-oh, the Giants defense is right back on the field. So – I think it was situational awareness uh, in the third quarter of knowing when you needed to execute and keep your foot on the gas. Uh, but I also think it, it, it speaks to the depth of the talent level for this team as well. I mean, this is a team that has its top heavy stars like the the Micah Parsons and the Trayvon Diggs, uh on that, that defensive end of the football, but they've also got depth. I mean, Doris Armstrong has eight sacks this year. It, it's pretty impressive. What they've been able to do to find guys like Armstrong and Tony Pollard and uh, Jake Ferguson to to find their impact this early on in the season uh, is really, it it speaks to the depth and the talent level that they have across the board because they were just a far better team than New York. And I, I still believe that. I think on paper you can see it, and you've seen it in each of the two games this year.
1: Talk a little bit about the receiving core. It, it, the Gallup Lamb combination, is that what we've been looking for all year, the way they complimented each other yesterday? I, I thought from you know, from my living room, it was pretty darn impressive how those two guys and, and what they were able to do and, and how they were able to go about it. I mean, they both made really terrific catches and and I thought that, you know, you couldn't key on either one because they both played so stinking well yesterday.
20: Yeah, I thought that was Michael Gallup's best game since he got back. And and you saw, finally, some of the explosiveness. He didn't get a, a great amount of separation uh, like we're used to seeing from Michael Gallup. But he's still a guy that can can make contested catches. He can go up and get the football. And I thought we saw that really for the first time yesterday. He He was rewarded with some targets. And then you had C.D. Lamb. I mean, he was doing what you would want a number one wide receiver to do, and that is have 100 yards receiving. That is to to make the big catches on long drives. Uh, And and another thing to keep in mind with C.D. Lamb is he could have had even more. Uh, I still think there's room to grow for C.D. He dropped a huge uh, play down the field early. There was another one that he would have had a huge grab, but instead he got grabbed and it was pass interference. Uh, So I I think C.D. Lamb is starting to, to come into his own, and maybe that, that's uh, to, the, to the fruition of, of Dak Prescott and his communication with his number one wide receiver. But finally, C.D. Lamb looks like he's being utilized in the way that you anticipated him to be utilized heading into the season.
1: How can you continue to develop those tight ends into the game plan? You've got a, you've got a room full of tight ends that really can play at a high level.
20: Yeah, and they all play for each other, too. That's the other thing about it. And I I said this on the post-game show yesterday, but that tight end room is quickly becoming a fan favorite. (laughs) And it's not only because of what they do off the field with the celebration and the the whack of tight end and the the Salvation Army kettle and what they were able to do there, uh, but it's because of their play on the field. I mean, they are tough and gritty guys that, that really find a way to, to help out this football team. And it's a different guy every week. It's Peyton Hendershot on a two-yard touchdown run. It's Jake Ferguson with three receptions and 57 yards through the air. Oh, and then there's Dalton Schultz, who only had four grabs and only had about 30 yards, uh, but he had two touchdowns in those four grabs. So they continue to work these guys into uh, into the game plan. And I remember having a conversation with Mike McCarthy back during the, the combine in Indianapolis, And he said, there's never enough of those guys on your team. These six foot three to six foot five guys that are 200 pounds to 230 pounds. uh, You can never have as many enough of those guys because of a couple of reasons, special teams and then blocking. And then of course, if they are, if they're fit and they can run, uh, it really opens up things on your offense. Tight ends all kind of fit that mold and that that's up and down the tight end room. And they've got a great coach as well that has really been helping them reach that potential and that's Linda Wells
3: on the defensive side of the ball for the Cowboys they held Saquon Barkley to just 39 yards on the ground 90 rushing yards overall for the Giants do do you think that was the key difference for the Cowboys victory yesterday
20: yeah it really was because whatever the Giants got up and it got to the point where in the second half they had to abandon the run and whenever teams abandon the run against the Cowboys that's really when uh, Dallas's defense can pin their ears back and, and start coming after you. Because early on, they, they tried to set up the play action, and they they did so over and over and over again. It kind of kept Dallas off balance because, uh, of course, the, the Cowboys' defense anticipated a team to run the football against them. Uh, well, They went play action. It worked early on. It allowed for a couple of scoring drives for New York. Uh, But it was the way that Dallas kind of shut down the game in the third quarter, early third quarter, uh, and then New York had to abandon the run. But there really wasn't a whole lot going either. I mean, Saquon Barkley was bottled up. He never had a ton of success. He had the touchdown run, but outside of that, uh, it didn't really look like he was back to Saquon Barkley form uh, up until the, the final couple drives and they were just trying to throw the football and things of that sort. But I thought the way that they stopped the run really helped things out. And then of course the, the offense did their business as well to even get to the point where New York had to, uh, had to abandon it and it it worked out to their favor.
1: eight and three. Now uh, a little break right here and then come back on Sunday night against the Colts. So Cowboys are in a pretty good spot, aren't they?
20: Absolutely. I think if you can get a couple more wins, you're you're in. I mean, the playoffs are, Are very much so in front of you. Usually, an NFL team, it says ten to eleven wins will usually get you into the hunt. And I think the way that the NFC is wide open at the moment, I think even ten wins gets it done. And you're you're sitting at eight right now, and you've got a pretty favorable schedule on the back half of the season as well. Uh, I think the biggest priority, and it certainly is within the building, is to find a way to catch the, the the Eagles, to find a find a way to catch Philadelphia. If you can catch Philly. And you somehow win this division, then all of a sudden, not only are you are you going and hosting um, a uh, a playoff game, but there's a chance you're the one seed. Mm-hmm. There's a chance you could get that by, and then have a, a, a NFC playoff slate that comes through AT and T Stadium. So I, that is all very much so still in the fold. Yesterday was a big win. Because you got the win over your divisional rival. You take over second place in in the division. And, of course, they're they're a team that's also fighting for playoff seeding as well. Uh, So you you check that one off. You got that one taken care of. And you own the tiebreaker over them by beating them twice. But now the main goal is to try and make up those two games against the Eagles and and work your way into a conversation for the number one seed in the conference. And you also own the tiebreaker over another team that's trying to work toward that that goal and that's the Minnesota Vikings so it's very much so in play at the moment for the Cowboys to be the number one seed in the NFC they just got to continue that consistency as they get to the back half of the schedule
1: Kyle thanks as always uh, a pleasure and uh, enjoy a couple of days off and then uh, get ready for the Colts right
20: Yep, absolutely. Going to take some time and, and have some fun. Thanks, guys, for having me.
1: We'll talk to you soon. Kyle Yeomans with the Dallas Cowboy Broadcast Team. It's 8.50, 10 away from 9. We are presented by Alan Samuels and brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel & Pipe, uh, Loop 340 next door to Busby's Feet. That We'll be saying that soon, probably in a couple of weeks. Uh, they're, they're targeting first week of December to get that done. But right now, they're still at uh, 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane and also down in Bryan. They're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5, Saturdays 8 until noon. And you can always check them out 24-7 at uh, PioneerBoys.com. Look, they, they – uh, They've got a great selection of custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers. They carry all sizes of pipe from one-half inch to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. And they also have a, a square tubing one-half inch up to six inches for all your weekend projects. Check them out today. It's Pioneer Stealing Pipe. Don't forget, they deliver and they unload. And you can check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on
0: ESPN Central Texas. This is a highly listened to program. Matt Mosley, asking the tough questions. Is Barry Gibb a BG? Aaron, are you with me? Matt Mosley,
5: giving the hottest takes. I love a good heifer show, and I like a turkey and broiler show. I'll put a little pimento cheese on there and that takes it to another level. The Matt Mosley Show. You guys might have recognized my voice there. Weekdays, 4 to 6
0: p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
5: The Black Friday sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels. Save big on our great selection of new cars and trucks, like the new 2022 Ram Trucks. These legendary award-winning trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. Ram Trucks give you that first-class feel with luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom, and storage. If we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can order it today. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning product. Allen Samuels &
11: Waco, the place to shop Ram Trucks.
0: ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's fall, pumpkin spice
20: is everywhere, and football is back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or why doesn't this
14: window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October and the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year
20: for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at Ineedthedoctor.com
13: So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call.
7: The next time you need new tires for your vehicle or any type of trailer, remember 185 Tire and Service. They sell brands of tires, including Toyo, and they have tires for your biggest trucks as well. Their air is always free, but if it keeps leaking, they can fix it. Owner Craig Davidson is an 82nd Airborne veteran and a 1983 Crawford graduate. General Manager Casey Bennett is a 2008 Crawford graduate. 185 Tire and Service. You can find them at the crossroads of Highway 6 and 185 across from 711. 254-848-8473. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Payments for qualified buyers at 5.9% for 72 with 5000 down. Cash for electricity extra. See, for details.
5: It's the Holiday Savings Event at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers get a 2014 GMC Acadia Denali or a 2014 Buick Enclave with three roads and leather for only $224 a month. Or a 2018 Chevy Equinox for $238 a month. Find a dozen vehicles under twenty-three dollars with every vehicle put through a 172-point inspection. 100% approval is always our goal. Get here now for the Holiday Trio Savings Event at Richard Carr.
12: At Richard Carr, we
0: give you more.
1: Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, let's uh, quickly go around the horn and tell you what we got. Coming up at the top of the hour, it's Baylor in Texas here on ESPN Central Texas. At 9.30, we got uh, Baylor women's basketball. They're in action over in Florida. 9.30 for the pregame, 10 o'clock for the tip on 104.9 FM. High school football, 104.9 FM uh, tonight. We've got Crawford and Riesel on 92.9. We've got West and Malakoff tonight. And this afternoon at 2 o'clock, we've got uh, Mart and Sims Bowie, and that'll be on 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. So that's what we got for you. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy your football, whatever it is, high school, college, whatever it is, enjoy it uh, today. And we will see you again on Monday here on ESPN Central Texas.